Welcome to the Motivate Me to Run podcast, episode 008. This is Coach Alex, and today I want to give you the best tips to be a butt-kicking machine in 2019. Yes, that rhymes. But in other words, to be a better runner this year. Don't forget, our episodes are referred to as the Motivation Mile, meaning that we want to share with you the motivation you need, encourage you on your way, and provide those critical running tips to help you on your own running journey, all in the time it takes to run a mile. Well, before we get started on today's episode, I wanted to go back and take a look at our last episode. It's 007, where we discussed how fast should I run my training runs. That, I have to say, is probably our most downloaded episode to date. And so thank you to each of you that downloaded that. I wanted to thank Ryan for his comments after the last episode. He said, I like the quotes you pulled for the episode, mainly the one about how not every training session is a race. It's about getting fit. Well, for those of you that may have missed it or can't remember which one he's referring to, it's this quote right here. The goal of workouts isn't to prove fitness, it's to improve fitness. I'm not going to try to go back and cover that episode in full right here. But instead, encourage you to go back, download that uh, episode yourself, and take a listen to it. It really helps encourage you to understand why the majority of your training runs should be at that slow, easy pace. There's so many coaches out there that are really pressing this. It's what I've learned myself to be the best way to improve my own fitness, and I really believe there's a lot to it. So again, go back, take a listen, and uh Feel free to email me at alex at motivatemetorun.com with your own comments, either on that episode or anything from this episode, or even ask your questions as well. So today I want to give you a few tips to make sure your miles are healthy, to get your legs to give you more speed, and help you get to the starting line and then the finish line healthy and strong. To me, every bit of that is defined as being a butt-kicking machine. And come on, as I said before, you really have to like that rhyme, right? So let's just jump in with our first tip. We're at the first of the year, and the first of the year can be a dangerous time for runners. So before I give you the tip, I just want to set the stage for it. We have the words in eating, or the phrase, I'm sorry, that our eyes can be bigger than our stomachs. Well, for runners... Our race dreams and our goals can get longer and further than our legs can sometimes take us. I'm not trying to provide this as a discouragement. I'm not trying to discourage you, well, not totally at least, from a really, really big stretch goal that you have. And I'm not saying that you can't do it either. That's not the point of this podcast. But I want you to sit back and I want you to set a realistic set of goals for 2019. So here's how I would encourage you to do this. First, you know, we just passed by the end of the year. I would encourage you to meditate on your total number of miles. In fact, I'm recording this on the 1st of January right now. I know for myself, I was looking at my total tally on Strava 
to see what my total number of miles were and how many miles I wanted to eke out. Not, not terribly stretching myself too thin again, but maybe a couple more miles just to give myself a good round number, right? Or being the end of the year, I wanted to take a look back at all the different races I've run. You know, the New York City Marathon, Grandma's Marathon, and a few other handful of races as well. And use that time to help set the stage to determine where you are in your current running fitness. Now, take that and look at it for this year. As you're looking at your goals for this year, I would encourage you to not let your eyes be bigger than your stomach. What do I mean by that? Well, let me give you a thought. First off, there's a lot of runners that say, I want to go out there for 2019 and I want to run 2019 miles. If you do the calculations for 52 weeks, that's 39 miles per week, every week. But here's the problem. What if you're running 20 to 25 miles per week? Do you really think that the 39 miles per week is something that you are going to be able to obtain? I remember a couple years ago, I kind of looked at something like this in January and I thought, oh, well, maybe what I can do the first two months is build up my mileage and then I can stay at that 39 miles per week or whatever it happened to be at the time. Well, the problem is you're in a deficit for the first month, maybe two months, and now you have to make up and you have to run even more miles to reach that goal. I think you see where I'm headed, right? Or the second, maybe it's not a mileage goal. Maybe you're trying to have a race goal. Maybe we've talked about this before. You're trying to get off the couch or you've run maybe a 5K or just a couple of 5Ks. And you're thinking, I really think that with the right training, I can go out and run my first marathon. Well, I'm not going to say no, but I'm going to say maybe that's not the wisest way to move forward. There's maybe going to be a smarter way to do it. And so we're here to give you encouragement, to let you know that you can set goals, that you can reach them. But we're also here to let you know that there are smarter ways to do things. And there may be a better way, a healthier way to be able to get to a goal or even first to even set a goal. What we're talking about here is setting those realistic goals to make sure that you're not either going to be behind the eight ball before you get started or go out and try to do something that maybe your legs aren't ready for and you wind up injured, you wind up miserable all year and you find yourself really wishing that you had set a smaller goal instead of the one you were trying to achieve. So the next two tips actually go together. So I want to mention them quickly and then let's break them down a little bit and discuss how they are related or interrelated to one another. So the first tip I'm going to mention is this, go and schedule a race. And then the second tip is to have a plan to get you to that point where you're going to be able to run that race. So let's go ahead and mention a goal. Maybe it's a realistic goal for you. Say your goal is you want to run your first half marathon or maybe even your first marathon. You've been running for a while and you have a half marathon under your belt and you think, you know, this is the year I want to run a marathon. 
So as you're looking at that goal race distance, you need to step back and come up with a plan. Or in other words, find out how long is it going to take for me to train up to where I need to be to be able to run this race. So for many training plans for a marathon, you could be looking at a 16 to 20 or even more week plan to get to that point where you're ready to run that race healthy and you're ready to enjoy it. What you need to do then is say, okay, it's going to take me 20 weeks, say, I want to find a race that's at least 20 weeks out or even more because you want to prepare yourself to be ready to start that training plan as well. Because a lot of training plans for a marathon may say, hey, you need to have run so many miles per week for a certain number of time or weeks. And so you may need to look at that as well. Then you have your 20-week plan and then you say, okay, we may be looking at September, October, somewhere in there. And at that point, you can now start looking and trying to figure out what race is going to be about that time and give me enough time to prepare. I know that sounds like a lot and I'm not trying to overcomplicate it, but I'm trying to help you to see that as you're working through and trying to come up with that race distance and that training plan, that's going to help you to be able to have the healthiest, give you the most possibility to get to that starting line and again, to that finish line, healthy and enjoying the process and hopefully enjoying the race as well. Before we get on to that next tip, let's hear from our sponsor, Great 8 Virtual Races. With all the talk about the new year, let's not forget where we have been in 2018. It seems like it was just yesterday. Um, Well, it was at the time of the recording of this podcast that I reviewed my latest tally of miles on Strava to see what I needed to run to finish off my total miles for 2018. And let's not forget to review all of our races. Just don't tell our spouses the total cost of the registration fees. We have come up with an amazing way to showcase your miles and races with a customized t-shirt. Yes, you heard it correctly. It's our 2018 running tour t-shirt where you share with us your miles and races and we print your shirt. The process is easy. Choose your size and color and submit your order. We will send you a link to a form where you can fill in your miles or kilometers for those that prefer it and up to nine races of your choice. At that point, you keep running your miles for 2019 and we'll print and ship your shirt to you for free. You struggled through the pain, the sweat and tears to finish those races. So why wouldn't you want to share with the world? Check out grade8virtualraces.com. That's great eight, the number eight, virtualraces.com. And click at the top where it says 2018 running tour t-shirt. Make sure that you use discount code new year. There's no spaces. That's N-E-W-Y-E-A-R. And you'll get a $5 discount on your shirt. So we mentioned to schedule a race and we also mentioned to have a plan. But my last tip is this, always schedule two races on your calendar, the race that you're training for and the one after that. Let me explain to you and break it down a little bit for you. My wife, Cassie, made it her goal uh, in December of 2017 to run the Santa run here locally. 
she wanted to get back into running because she had taken a break and she wanted to get back into it. Well, here's the problem. She didn't have a race scheduled after that. She became distracted after the holidays. And then it took months, many months for her to get back into her running. It's only now that she has a 10K on the books in Phoenix. And to learn from her quote unquote mistake, she has another 10K scheduled after that. So here's the deal. And here's what my point is. If you are able to have a race on the calendar and then another race after that, once you get to your goal race and you run it, you have another objective race to start planning for, to start training for, so you don't lose out on that inertia that has got you to the point where you're at today. So always have a couple of races on the books, and that will help keep you moving forward and keep you encouraged. If you have any more questions on this or any other running topic, we invite you to get in touch with us. As I said earlier in this episode, Feel free to email me at alex at motivatemetorun.com. Check us out at motivatemetorun.com. You can find us at Twitter at motivatemetorun. And you can join us in our Facebook group titled Nothing Else But Motivate Me to Run to keep getting more of that encouragement and those running tips. Don't forget, our goal is to never frustrate or discourage you. But at the same time, we want to give you the tips you need to stay healthy and keep you running for life. Setting those realistic goals might not be your end-all goal for your running, but they can be your next baby step towards those larger dreams. And with baby steps, you can get to those larger dreams and goals healthier and as a stronger runner because you took the time to do it right. All right, everyone. Until next time, happy running. Happy running.